0: What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the Project.net and your host of the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How's it going today? Important question today, really, even beyond how are you doing today? The real question is, have you had your pumpkin spice yet? That's, it's an important question. It really could determine the fate of all mankind. (laughs) I had my first pumpkin spice of the season the other day at dunkin donuts and uh, not a sponsor of the show but hey dunkin you're welcome to reach out be happy to have you as a sponsor and uh, it was the nutty pumpkin so i highly recommend the nutty pumpkin over there at dunkin donuts and I want to welcome in all of you that are brand new here to the show. Thank you for being a part today. Thank you for your time and your attention. And I know what you're wondering say, Paul, is that what this show's is about? Is this, is this show about pumpkin spice drinks and things? No, it's, it's about youth ministry. It's about how to help you build a successful youth ministry. And pumpkin spice may be a part of it. I don't really know. It could be part of the equation if you think that listen i got to have me a pumpkin spice before youth meeting to get my to get my levels up then i just say you do you. So on today's show i want to share with you another clip from my youtube show where i answer questions live every wednesday 2 p.m. central standard time and i find answering questions in the moment in real time live uh, I tend to be at my best. I tend to my brain just sort of free flows, and I'm coming up with ideas on the on the fly. Sometimes, sometimes I already have pre decided answers, and sometimes it's just thoughts come to me. And rather than try to rewrite that or anything like that, I'd rather just bring you the the streaming thoughts of my head, uh, which may be of more value to you. And one of the five questions I answered on the show this past week was the question, "Why won't my parents?" respond to me? (laughs) Have you been there? Do you just not get responses from parents? And I thought this was such a a great question because we want parents to respond. We want parents to be in the know. Uh, And I kind of break down this question into various pieces and parts. I give you seven uh, kind of principles with some action steps to be able to use and uh, be able to find out what works for you. And so I invite you to join me uh, live Wednesday, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have a youth ministry question, come join me. Come ask me questions. Be happy to answer them. If you can't join me for whatever reason on Wednesday at 2 p.m., you can always send me your question to gmail.com and uh, I'll be happy to put it in the rotation, answer your question, and then you can listen to it later over on the channel so if you're interested at all i'll put a link down below to the youtube channel you can check it out for yourself if it is something for you come join me if you can't make it that's okay you might hear that question answered right here on the podcast okay so let's go ahead and jump into the answer to the question why won't my parents respond to me let's go ahead and get in here and we're going to get to question number one so question number one is how can I communicate with parents that will open up a conversation? Now, the the question itself is a good question, right? And the, I think the question is about just dialogue, right? Because so many times, uh, youth pastors are in the dark. <laughs> we're in the dark normally, but we're in the dark especially when it comes to uh, when it, when it comes to talking or dealing with parents. Uh, we sometimes don't know what's going on and because we don't know what's going on, sometimes that's scary because no feedback. If you're a feedback junkie, like I used to be, I'm not as much anymore, but, but if you're a feedback junkie, where you say, I need feedback, I need to know how I'm doing. I need to know how the youth ministry is going. I need you to tell me, right? Uh, first of all, if you don't know how the youth ministry is going, I, you might want to check with you first, have a conversation with the Lord. Uh, and I joke there, but I think there's a, I think there's a, first of all, a sense of confidence that you have to have in yourself that you're, you're doing what you can do, right. And do a little audit in your, in your own self. If you know, things are not right or not well in certain areas, don't be shocked or surprised if parents give negative feedback, right? So you have to uh, be able to answer those questions that when a conversation does open up, right? Sometimes is how can a parent will open a conversation? Now, here's the deal. You don't know what kind of conversation is going to open up. Uh, that con- You're looking for positive feedback. You're looking for constructive criticism. And sometimes you get none of that. So be careful what you ask for. You're wanting to open up a conversation. Parents have a different idea of what that conversation is going to be based on the, the status of the youth ministry, based on how well the youth ministry is going, based upon your actions, based upon you as a person sometimes, uh, it's based on whether their kid is liking the youth ministry or not, whether, the, whether that student likes you or not. And so when I talk about, you know, opening a communication, like I said, be careful what you're asking for, because you're saying, well, I want to get in there and I really want to get to know these parents. I want to know these things. Well, be careful. Be careful what you ask for. Uh, I think you have to be ready for that other conversation uh, because you want to know what, I, here's what deal, all right? We're the same in this regard, right? Because we both, we all want to know, you know, what, what kind of programs do our parents want? Uh, what do their kids like? You know, what is the youth ministry offering my child, right? What are the events? What's the programming? And parents, a lot of times, are have the mindset of, of two things how much and what time those are the only two things they want to know and i and in my younger days younger paul younger paul was you know offended by offended by that in some ways like what do you mean you only want to know two things you only want to know what time and this some parents yes because they're that's their level of because they're so used to picking up their kids they're so used to paying out because listen, parents are paying the school, the sports team, they're schedule driven. They, they understand this. And so the default mode, and that's why I don't, old Paul doesn't blame parents today. Old Paul understands. Old Paul has raised three adult children, has been through this. And so understands that the, how much and what time are relevant questions to a parent. And that's information you have to be able to give them, right? What time's the event? How much it is? And you're going to have to say that 25 times. Do you know why? Because they're hearing the same things from about 10 different groups, uh, right? School groups, hobby groups, uh, you know, karate, you know. There's other things. I know it's hard for our minds to figure that are, that the children are involved in in other things besides youth ministry. And, uh, and so I think as a youth pastor, you have to get better at communicating. So let me offer a few things you can do that. What will open up conversation, right? So let me give you a few things. Let me give you let's see, one, two, three, four, I'll give you a six. How about this? I'll give you six, six ways to engage parents. And you're going to have to, by the way, I'm going to give you six things and you might have to try all six. You might have to try 20. You may have to keep flipping it over and over again and trying different iterations of it. But Paul, can I just do one thing and parents respond? No, because all parents are different, right? Just like you like to engage differently. Um, you're, you, you know, there's you're, <laughs> the parents are going to want to engage differently somehow. So you may have to have multiple ways of communicating with parents, right? Texting is one, right? So if you want to be uh, communicate, ask parents Say, parents, would you like to be on a uh, a text list of some kind for events uh, that we are having, right? you receive one text a month about the event or about the thing, and that's all I'm going to say. You get one text. You're not texting about 25 things. This is the event text. This is the thing where I tell you about the events that are coming up, and I'm only going to text you one time, right? That's one way of doing it. Now, another way you can do it is you can engage. Once again, the purpose is to open up conversation. Well, a text definitely opens up conversation, right? Uh, Part of that text could be, it could just be, that's an event text, but there's different things it could be, right? Hey, would you like a morning scripture? Would you like a morning devotion for parents, right? That that text that you're going to send them. It's not going to have 10 things. It's not gonna have a devotion and a thing and a thing and a thing. Pick the thing you want to do and just and let it be that. You you can't text them about everything because they're getting texts from the football coach, from the karate teacher, from the band director. You're one of like seven other ten other people, not to mention their bosses. And other people okay so texting is one way can you create a text list with them with the parents who want to be it's opt-in it's not hey I'm gonna gather up all the numbers and just send this out no no no, no. if you want to be in the text thread you opt-in it's not I'm gonna add you in and you're just gonna get random messages from somebody on their phone that they don't know who you are okay you have to you have to be smart about it another way and this may be the initial way you want to do it is surveys So you send them a survey, how would you, what is the main way you'd like me to communicate with you? Or what is the best way for me to communicate with you? Is it text? Is it email? Is it um, snail mail? Just put something, put put a stamp on it. I'll throw it, I'll send it to the house, okay? Uh, Is it something along those lines and put a list of choices, right? What are ways that you're gonna do best? to communicate. You put, you can put video in there. Uh, you can put a, a, um, a, you know, something like a Slack thread or a group me, you know, what is the best way you'd like to communicate with the youth ministry, right? What is good for you? And that will tell you how many, that will tell you how many parents you're interested in what, which will then tell you how many different things maybe you need to do. Now, just because they choose it, doesn't mean you have to run five different things. Okay. The best way that means somebody's going to have to jump on board and figure out technology. Some parents are going to have to jump on board. You're going to make allowances for those parents who have zero ideas how to do anything. Right. So go ahead and ask a survey and say, here's how, here's the first way to open up a conversation. How, what is the best way for me to communicate with you? And if it's a newsletter, if it's a this or it's that, Find out from the beginning what it is, okay? Uh, the second thing I think you have to do is no matter what you do, no matter what the what the form of conversation is, uh, it has to be about them. What you're doing, right, if you want to do parent ministry, make the engagements about them. Make it about their family. Make it about what's good for them, not just what's good for you. What's good for the youth program? What's good? And yes, you're going to emphasize that. and I'm going to get there, right? Give me some time. I'm going to get there after a little bit. But you've got to make the communication about them, right? Why is this in your best interest, right? And it can't be, you can't have 25 events a month, right? That's not going to go good for you. You can't have a gajillion things going on. They got to be at small group. And they got to be at this event. And you got 20, you can't, you can't do it. They're not going to come to everything. And parents are going to opt out of whatever communication is if you're communicating with them too much. But So whatever you do, make the communication about them, okay? The third thing is it's got to be encouraging, right? You're making it about them, but you know what? You have to keep in mind, parents, if you're doing good parent ministry, you got to remember, you got to feed the parent. The parent is the one who drives, those children to everything. The parents are the ones who make decisions on whether kids are going to camp or not. Parents are making the decision on what their children are involved with. And so they should. Why would you not want to encourage them? Why would you not want to say, listen, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to send something encouraging to you. It can't just be, here's the event, here's how much it is, and, and here's how much it costs. That is what they want to hear. Yes, and you must include that, but there's no reason why you can't throw in a little encouragement, right? And just, hey, good morning. I hope you're having a great day. I want to let you know I prayed for you this morning, right? And hopefully you did, and you're not just saying that, but you're really praying for them. And so when you do that, offer them some encouragement. Ask if you want to open up conversations. Why not have prayer requests, right? Say, hey, listen, at the end of all your communications. Just say, Hey, look, do you have any prayer requests? Anything I can be praying about? Well, that that's one. that's opt in, that's allowing parents to say, I want to share this with you. And so, you know, uh, maybe, or, and, and maybe they won't share it in a thread. Hey, just say, Hey, look, if you have any prayer requests, feel free to text me separately outside of the group if you want to do that. And that way no, not everybody knows their business because there's parents in the group that don't want other parents knowing their business, uh, a book club. There are going to be some parents who are going to be into it. Some parents are not. But once again, there's no reason why you couldn't start a book club around a particular book. It doesn't have to be a Sunday school class. It doesn't have to be a Zoom call. It could just be, hey, I'm reading this. Do you want to read along with me? Here's a link to the Amazon book. Go ahead and get it. And uh, I'm going to be sharing some thoughts. Right? So you're reading together and you're creating an opportunity for conversation. Now, the last thing... I would say this. I think this is number seven. I think I threw text in there, so we're gonna we're gonna say this is gonna be number seven. But it is having a newsletter, which brings me to the fact. This I'll show you. And if you're not a subscriber of my newsletter, I'm gonna show you how I set up my newsletter so that I can have engagement with you. Here's a simple a simple way for me to do this. So let me go ahead and jump into the newsletter here. But if you're going to include something in a newsletter. I would keep it for parents, keep it to three things. So, the first, these are all the things you get. These are all the articles and stuff that I send to you all who are subscribers. I talk about uh, trends and culture. I talk, and right, so if you're going to put trends and culture, one article, something that's going on, something that's happening large right something maybe national that's happening I, I put in here for you the youth pastor like skills and wellness something that's going to benefit you i put a little jobs in there if you're looking for a job uh, i post jobs in there because people reach out to me and say hey paul <coughs> can you do this and then i have videos right things like a game or uh talk about prizes in youth ministry um, I sometimes I share youth ministry from around the world, you know, videos that are going to be engaging for you. Uh, something funny. Then I put something like what I'm reading. So here's a book I'm reading called Raise the Stay. I've already read it, but uh, I've read it. It's called Raise the Stay. Great book. Highly recommend it. Uh, and then I put resources and services, things that I offer uh, to you. As a youth pastor, right? So whether it's my store or the podcast or one-on-one coaching or my monthly mentor or the new youth, you know, new youth pastor bundle that I I have put together. If you are a new youth pastor, I if you are going to do a newsletter, uh, I I would say something from culture and put in there uh, something local, right? Maybe something's going on, and you hey, look, here is an idea. Maybe you don't have an event that month, but something's going on in your town that says, hey, just wanna let you know, here's a family-friendly event that you can get together with your kids and go do something fun. That's simple enough. So you're feeding the family. You're saying, hey, here's something for you. And by the way, right, I give you I give you all those videos and all those things, but then I also put a little bit of something there for me. It says, hey, I have some resources you may be interested in. So when you do something nationwide culture, you do something local, something that's going to say, hey, this is a great idea let's, why don't you guys do this as a family this weekend? It'd be fun. Uh, and then you put at the, at the end there, say, Hey, what's happening. Right. And you, the last thing you put on there is, Hey, by the way, here's, what's coming up in youth ministry. Maybe you put three or four dates, you put the times, you put how much they cost. Don't make it long. If, and at the end you say, if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, and that what's that's the that's the call to action, right? So when I ask you to subscribe to the channel or subscribe to my newsletter, right? That's called a CTA. That's a call to action. And you are going to have a CTA in your newsletter. What is the call to action? You can't do 50 things. You can only do one thing. If If you put in what's happening and camp is a big deal, don't put anything else. Be sure to sign up for camp this week. That's it. You're asking them to do one thing not 10 things. Don't give them 50 things to do because they have a list from their school. They have a list from their coaches. They have a list from other things. They don't need a list from us. Make it simple. Ask them to do one thing that you're really wanting them to do. And that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it today. I hope that you got a lot of value from it. If you did and you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, well, go ahead and click the subscribe button and that way you'll get this kind of information on the regular. And if you are interested in the newsletter at all, the YouTube channel, all that stuff, all the links will be in the show notes. And listen, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll catch you guys